Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, Triple H shoots on WWE fans. There are rumors of even more WWE releases somehow. Backstage notes on SummerSlam and Cardi B. And I have an NXT UK story which doesn't involve the word accused. I'm Adam Wilborn. And coming to you live from the command center here at Culture Studios, I'm Adam Cleary. And this is the news. Right, let's dive straight into it then with this story about Triple H that was, well, everywhere on social media last night. He didn't oh, God. <laughs> Uh, ahead of TakeOver In Your House this weekend, which I'm really looking forward to, if I'm honest, uh, but was quoted as saying fans, quote, ruin their own stuff by overanalyzing the product. Uh, he had a, a bit of a rant, if I'm honest. Uh, he said, it's a funny thing to me sometimes that in our business, everybody is so worried about where people are going to go or land and how is this going to play out long term in the future? Do you have to say, I like it, but I like this thing more, or I like it, but I don't like it as much as I like that one? Just watch it or don't and stop trying to figure out where everything goes. The fans ruin their own stuff half the time, trying to figure out where everything goes and why it's going there and how. Uh, and then they try and pick up their phone, or then they do, then they pick up their phone and go search for the thing to find out what it is that they can ruin it for them so they're not surprised when it happens. Um, can I, right, I don't know if I'm going to get pelters for this, but the, the thing is, about this Triple H story, Adam Wilborn, is he's not, strictly speaking, wrong. No. We, we we do have a culture where we massively overanalyze everything. Like, you look, at, look at the MCU. It's an entire, like, cinematic juggernaut based on the fact that they know people are going to overanalyze things. They play into that. We do. We do look for things that aren't there. We do get disappointed when it doesn't meet our expectations. Yes, but the problem is, when you are in charge of one of these products, you don't say that. You can't tell people that. You've just got to, like, try and do the best you can to deliver the best product you can. And... I think if you this gotten to in that situation, that's maybe quite telling. Yes, I think I think you know overall he's he's been quite gotten to recently. Being like, it wasn't even a war, so I'm not even bothered. Not even bothered. It wasn't <laughs> even a war. So, um, but I get it. I'm, I'm sure it's what many 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 wrestlers say. Oh, bloody fans! Like they're always theorizing and speculating and you know we're, we're guilty of doing the exact same thing here or what culture but that's the way things are nowadays like you say whether it's the mcu whether it's a new 
30-second film trailer that comes out. People are all over it looking for Easter eggs or speculating as to what's going to happen or happy or sad about anything. What I will say, and I, I saw the Dadley saying this uh, on Twitter last night, what I will say is, don't say people stop watching it because the last time you did that we literally talked about the, the 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 promo we did on twitter a few years back on monday night raw as part of our raw review just the other day and it's like they're down like two three million views and i know viewing habits have changed since then and blah 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 but just i've never known anyone say don't watch it then like you say it's just it's a bonkers strategy and in theory people sit there and say well competition's good and it'll improve you know, whatever we get to see. Yeah. That didn't happen on the Wednesday Night Wars, in my opinion. It was a lot of hot shot stuff from both shows, but particularly from NXT. NXT has got vastly better since it moved to Tuesday nights. Um, and yeah, I, 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 it's gotten to is the perfect way of summing it up, Cleary. It's just like, I, I don't really know what more you can say other than if you, you cannot be in a position as powerful as Triple H and think that is an appropriate way to address your audience and to address very valid criticisms your audience have had. Like, I, I hate coming down one side of this. Everybody knows I did the NXT show here on What Culture for Ages. I love NXT, but there was always a vibe of like NXT was trying its best to outdo AEW. AEW was just making its own show and if you look at the way like both companies conduct themselves and they talk about the fans and talk about interaction and they talk about criticism that they both get like Tony Khan's strategy is well we're doing the best we can we hope you'll tune in we really like it we're trying to put things in place that you're going to love and our Triple H is like oh I don't like it do you not well uh, actually you're the problem not me so bye yeah and it, I, I'm fascinated to see where this this goes going forward because when fans return, if they don't like what they see, they are going to let people know about it and what it's going to well, be. Well, I remember, of course, if they don't like what they see, that's their fault for not oh, liking okay. it, remember, of course. Okay. So actually, actually, what they want to do is internalise that disappointment. Look at how it reflects on them and actually just give Hunter a break. You know what I mean? He's putting on the best wrestling in the entire world. But... Here's the thing, if you're excited about watching WWE in future, maybe you might not be if there's even a load more releases. Now, I've been out of the loop for ages, me. I heard I heard some people got let go. Is that yeah. is that right? Anybody good? Anybody I've heard of? Well, I was going to say, which time are you talking about? The recent, the other week. The other week. Uh, yeah. Week. Probably there's a few, few big names. I don't know if it's anybody. Like, minute. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Nobody important then, people like that. Well... That apparently is not the end of it. WWE has made a big of a thing the last 18 months of just letting people go completely out of the blue, usually in massive, big chunks. And according to Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast, we have not seen the last of this. Now, I will say, if you want to stick your gun to your head and say there will be more releases in WWE, that doesn't feel like a massive, particularly big story or scoop. But what's interesting about this is, A, the next set of releases might be quite recent, but also the theory behind why this is happening. Now... We do know that WWE went through a huge period of just hoarding all the talent in the world. They really, they rationaled that there could be no competition if there was nobody to actually wrestle for the competition. So basically, who put up every single over hot, exciting pro wrestler over a period of about three or four years? And now, of course, with attendances not existing at all, pretty much, and everything that's gone on the last year, and all these other factors that have contributed to a massive reduction in uh, their overall, I don't know, not their income because they still make loads of money, but they're on a bit of a crunch at the minute. They yeah. have let scores and scores of people go to free up the wage budget. Now, apparently, as we saw with the Alistair Black story, where there was some talk that they might look to get him back already because some people thought he'd been let go too early. This actually is not some random what on earth are they doing thing. This is the strategy. 
They are letting talent go because they are able to, and then will think about renegotiating some of their deals at much reduced rates. So some of the people who've been released over the last 18 months, if they haven't wound up somewhere else, chance they could end up back in WWE pretty quickly, which would go for your Brawns and your Alistair Blacks and people like that, which is just, I mean, like business is business. And yeah, they need to trim that wage budget. And yeah, they probably put people on ridiculous contracts when they sign the money they could never possibly hope to recuperate, just a case of stopping them going somewhere else. But this is cynical, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the budget cuts excuse anyway was a load of bollocks. But the fact that, I mean, we talked about, we talked about when Braun got released of, of them saying, well, he is on a monster truck, monster contract because hey. he knows his worth. And it's like, yeah, stupid idiot valuing himself. I just, I, I, it's baffling this. You know, there's speculation uh, about WWE being sold. Uh, I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. I'm, I'm le- uh, you know, I get more and more convinced by it day by day, but I still think that, like you say, this is part of a big strategy. Nick Connor, I'm going to talk more about in a second, has come in. It's like still his first year, if I'm not mistaken, as, as, as a president of WWE. And yeah, it, it, they're, they're, they're making boatloads of money, more money than probably ever had with those TV deals. Uh, and they're a content factory rather than a wrestling company nowadays. Why? Hence why they can just say, ah, oh, bollocks to the fans now. But... Yeah, that is just so cynical uh, of them to turn around and say, oh, well, okay, we, I know we said we said we pay you that, but what if you're unemployed? What would you take? It's like, oh, okay. How many times since Nick Khan has taken this job do you think he's looked at a piece of paper and gone, how much? <laughs> I think it's two or three times a day, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it's also one of those things where I think that they are convinced that the threat of AEW has now been lessened. I mean, obviously, AEW doing awful numbers on, on Friday nights, but a lot of, lot of reasoning behind that. Mm. Um, but even so, they're, they're certainly not troubling Monday Night Raw uh, demographics aside and all that to, to the extent that maybe some people had hoped that they would. So they're, they're sort of going, oh, right, well, we don't need necessarily all of these people, so let's get rid of them. It's still absolutely brutal. Uh, and the fact that they are firing people. I mean, we saw it with Thea Trinidad recently, of course, and Alistair Black, Tommy End uh, as well. Um, ironic that I've mentioned those two names together, of course. But uh, the fact that they're going, yeah, we'll just we'll just sack people to then say, what's the bare minimum you'd accept to do this job? Is The thing is, the hoovering up, owning all the wrestling talent in the world policy versus not doing that and instead just having a compelling product that people want to watch regardless of who's on it, you can either do one of those strategies or you can do the other. You can't just hoover up all the talent, then go, oh, actually, we don't need everybody, then release loads of people but not make an effort to actually have a really tight, well-constructed, interesting wrestling show. If they let all these people go... Good, fine, yes, they should. There's so many better places to work for underused talent than WWE. But then what happens is you can't go, oh, well, one company's popped up and actually we're still here. It's not actually killed us. It's not been the end of the world. So we'll let loads of people go. Because then you create a marketplace by which other promotions can pop up. Like, it's no coincidence. Like, what happened to Ring of Honor is purely because there's virtually no talent there for Ring of, for Ring of Honor, stuff like that. But imagine now with, like, access to, to these streaming platforms and how much access, how much more accessible the talent is and all the opportunities to collaborate with other large promotions. Like Ring of Honor, for example, I'll just use them because they're a well-known name, but could be absolutely anybody. Yeah. Could just get some of this talent and then do really well. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's not actually one company that we've got to worry about. It's like 10, 
because yeah. there's so many good wrestlers out there who we actually inadvertently help to massively raise the profile of before underutilizing and releasing, thus giving them the work ethic to go out there and succeed on their own terms. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, here's a doll. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, it's simultaneously a depressing and a really exciting time to be a wrestler. Yes. Fan, basically. Yes. Yes. Look, it is. Looking ahead. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. To SummerSlam, uh, more details coming out surrounding that huge SummerSlam they've got planned. Big rumours, of course, of John Cena versus Roman Reigns for the main event for that. Maybe even Brock Lesnar will come back and fight Bobby Lashley. We can dream. A um, lot of excitement around that. They want to make it WrestleMania caliber, as we reported on the other day. Uh, and it's Nick Khan, the driving force behind all this. WWE President, Chief Revenue Officer, Nick Khan. Um, that is, again, according to Andrew Zoni of the Matt Men podcast. And uh, he's also the big push behind Cardi B being a SummerSlam host. We had Bad Amazing. Bunny, of course, Amazing. being heavily involved in WrestleMania. What do you reckon to Cardi B at SummerSlam, Cleary? <sighs> right. A company, the profile of WWE, right? They are huge. Nobody knows who any of their stars are anymore. Like, we realized that. I think it was Cardi B on Twitter ages ago who was like, oh, yeah, uh, Vince McMahon called me up. And all these wrestling fans started tweeting. And she was like, I'll stop you there. I actually know nothing about wrestling whatsoever. (laughs) I know wrestling. I know WWE. I'm aware of the brand. I have no idea who any of these people are. Somebody told me Carmella was cool, though. And that's it, right? They should have far better 
cross appeal. There should be yeah. huge stars wanting to work with them. They should be a great place for people, the stature of Cardi B to go. And they haven't been over the last couple of years. So Cardi B's cool. Good. Get her on. It'd be good. It, she's doing WWE a favor by doing it. She is a much bigger star than anyone in that company currently, like that or not. But like, yeah, it's good. It's good for them. Don't quite know if it's good for her, but if you're a wrestling fan, you'll take it. Yeah, exactly. We were talking literally yesterday, me and Phil, uh, about uh, bringing mainstream eyes to the product and people like Bad Bunny and Cardi B, you may or may not like them. I personally really like the contribution that uh, Bad Bunny made. And Yeah, yeah, he was really good. He was really good. I just, I realise I've said something now and now I'm going to get people to be like, sorry, are you actually saying that Cardi B is a bigger star than uh, The Fiend? And like, yes, she's mainstream. Your mothers have heard, who, heard of who Cardi B is. They do not know. They do not know what Lily is. That's no. like... That's that's the marker for it. Yeah, and I'd much rather sit with family members and watch WAP than watch anything to do with the fiend or Alexa. Less embarrassing, less embarrassing to sit and watch the WAP video than it would be to watch anything on Raw at the minute. If if I was watching Monday Night Raw and one of my loved ones walked into a room, I would immediately put the I would put the WAP video on just to save <laughs> embarrassment. Yeah, it's a valid, valid point. But yeah, uh, more details on this as we get it because SummerSlam's shaping up to be a massive, massive show this year. Right, bit of good news. I'm just going to start normally, normally the format here. For those who don't understand the intricacies of the presenting world, which we absolutely garble and make a mess of every single time, the traditional format you want to do is to introduce the headline of the story first so you have the information and then to expand upon it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to set a little scene for you before I start. can't remember the name of the astronaut, Adam Wilborn, or even if the story is true. Okay. But do you remember... That the once sent a man in space in his capsule, right? And he looked across the, the wonders of the cosmos, viewing the viewing the stars from a, from a place so few had seen before. And he looked across the infinite blackness of it all, amazed and overawed by its beauty. And knowing that when he returned to Earth, he would not be able to articulate the wonders of what he's seen. All he could say to Mission Control was, they should have sent the poet. Yes, I know that. Right. Well, as I woke up this morning to see that Mika Satamura had won the NXT UK Championship, knowing I would not be able to fully articulate the brilliance and the wonder of this, all I muttered to myself was, they should have sent Adam Nicholas to do yeah. <laughs> Kaylee Ray has been NXT UK Women's Champion for about, hang on, I've got this written down, four million years. That reign came to an end last night. She has lost. Satamura is your new NXT UK Women's Champion. The final boss, which I think is one of the coolest names anyone yeah. ever given themselves in pro wrestling, she now holds that belt. That is, NXT UK doesn't come up on the radar very often for reasons we would like to talk about. This is an amazing story. She's one of the best yeah. women's wrestlers ever. If you saw her in the Mae Young Classic, you know this. If you've seen her in her fleeting WWE appearances before this, you know this. This is a genuine, exciting prospect because like, I, I think Kaylee Ray's fantastic. We've worked yeah. with her a couple of times. She's a incredibly talented wrestler but there's not really any fresh matches for them to do in that division anymore she's kind of she's really dominated when they brought her into nxt like that was really exciting because that was something fresh and something new but this is like this opens up a world of possibilities not just for women who are already on the roster but for women in other parts of the country not the country the company she could go on any brand with that belt and put on a match of the year candidate in my opinion this is great news yeah, absolutely. Commiserations to Kaylee Ray. She's a sensational range. She sort of cleared out that division pretty much. And that's why yeah. they had to bring someone like Satamora in. Uh, but so exciting. I mean, NXT UK, two of the best champions 
in wrestling right now. I think it's fair to say Walter and, and Satamora. And yeah, so excited to see where she goes next. I, I, I dread to think what happened in the Nicholas household watching that last night, but massive congratulations to her. Very excited to see where they go next with this. And We uh, both know exactly what his reaction to that will have been, don't you? What? <laughs> Spot on, yeah. That's exactly how he reacted. Let us know how you reacted in the comments. And we'll move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE, of course, uh, if you want to get us in touch with us. First question today comes from Hypocro7C, who says... Oh, I used to have that. They gave me a cream for it. <laughs> Hello. First of all, thank you all for all that you do. Second, a premise followed by a question. I've thought about it and decided I'd love to see Tommy End, Alistair Black, uh, become an assassin for a bit, jump from promotion to promotion to do nothing but bring devastation is that a silly idea, Adam Cleary? It's not actually a silly idea. You, you would have to... The problem with it is you would then... You'd need to get every single uh, promotion on the same page. Like, the agreement is when he comes in, he's going to do this. There'll be a level of protection afforded that gimmick. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're all going to need to offer up relatively big stars. You can't, like... You can't let one promotion have their top guy get demolished by him. And then when he comes to see you, you just put him with some, like, local lad. Everybody has to kind of be on the same page with it. You have to know that when you book him. But if everybody, if everybody is on the same page... Everybody would agree to put somebody forward who would be a genuine good scout for that. That's dead exciting. The only pitfall will come, and I'll tell you this now because remember, we, we know the business, boys. We've been there. We've done that. We've still got 400 T-shirts in a box somewhere. <laughs> Whoever, sooner or later, this gimmick only works if sooner or later somebody gets to beat him. Yeah. Like somebody gets to take the rub from all of these victories and deciding which promotion and which star gets that rub would cause so many arguments yeah. so many arguments but in theory from a fan's perspective that is a great idea yeah exactly I, I love the like elite hunter stuff for example they're doing in, in AEW with Frankie Kazarian this is just like a bigger version of that effectively just him showing up and targeting people but uh, yes uh, Cleary is very wise to point out that it's going to be difficult A to get these companies to all come together for this singular really good idea and then yes when it comes to an end what a tommy end yeah, yeah, exactly. what, what how do you do it and, and and who do you give it to is is the ultimate question and you maybe need to start there and work backwards with, mm -hmm. with that in mind uh second question today comes from ashley barr who says do you think charlotte is the best champion in wwe if not who do you think is the best champion in wwe i don't think anybody's done more with a belt in the last two years than roman reigns like, if you think about where he was sort of right before he dipped out pre-pandemic, um, you know, everyone had kind of given up and he was just, just going to be in the main event picture forever, whether we liked it or not. Now he's like genuinely the most watchable thing across the entire company. Like the guy's been fantastic with it. He's really elevated, really elevated that belt. Um, yeah, I, in terms of just like who is the best champion, as champion is sort of like a, like a broad term to describe them. Charlotte's excellent. Charlotte always does really well when she has a belt. But in terms of the current reign... I couldn't look further than Roman. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. Like people, you know, have a go at Charlotte a lot, but I think I never get. I like. I understand why because I don't. People hate it when something feels forced upon them, and Charlotte's yeah. just been there all the time, and she gets inserted into things. But it's always it's always fairly character driven. Like she's mm. yes, she doesn't deserve this spot, but she feels like she does. Her entitlement comes from her ability and all this, and she never lets you down. No. I, I, think, I think if Charlotte retired tomorrow, she's already the greatest woman in WWE history. That's a, that is she retired tomorrow. Um, she's been a bit off, I think, since she's returned. I yeah, think I yeah, agree with that. With this Rhea Ripley storyline, she's a great champion, but she's no Roman Reigns, who is the best champion in WWE right up until Sunday night. 
when Cameron Grimes becomes the million dollar champion, of course. Uh, final question today comes from Matt Reigns, who says, happy Friday, brothers. Uh, I've been watching the Lost Treasures of WWE series and was curious if you guys could have only one piece of wrestling memorabilia, which would you choose? Have a great weekend, guys. Cheers. Cheers to you, Matt. You have a great weekend. We are going to have a great weekend here at What Culture because, of course, it's coming home and Andy Murray can't stop me from saying that today. But yes, Cleary, wrestling memorabilia. What do you find? I'm going to go, look, I thought, obviously, obviously, it's a treat for everybody just to have me on full stop. I've yeah. got an even big, why don't you give your answer while I go and sort out another treat for everybody? All right, oh, I'm going to okay. go, I know exactly what bit of wrestling memorabilia I would want and I'm going to show you it. Oh, wow. Okay. But the bit of, <laughs> this is so surreal. The bit of wrestling memorabilia I immediately thought of, I think, it's outlandish, it's preposterous. It's probably mostly owned by Conrad Thompson. It's at Ric Flair Road. I think, signed or not, we've all thought what it would be like. And you've seen people at those, you know, events for, for WWE fans when they get to wear those robes. That's that's what I'd pick, the, the Ric Flair robe. But Adam Cleary, I'm very excited. You've gone rogue here, and I'm so excited to see what, what really you want. Oh! Look at that. They are. Genuine wrestling memorabilia. That's, that's, oh, it's so heavy. Yeah, it is. I think, oh yeah, do you remember when me and you did some filming together and you took a photo of me wearing that and it looked it looked so preposterous on my shoulder, the Defiant World Heavyweight Championship. Amazing. It's belt. amazing. Proper, proper belt, that. A proper, proper championship belt. That. Didn't mess so, it's a piece of, piece of Brit rest history, that. Yeah. One you haven't got to delete photos of either. That's really good. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally, just something nice to end the week with. Friend of the channel, Dylan Postal, better known, of course, as Hornswoggle, uh, who announced yesterday that she he has been adopted by his stepmom. He said on Mother's Day, asked him to adopt me. Today we went to the courthouse to make it official. She raised, brackets, put up with me for the last 25 years to so want to make it a real thing. Today is a good day. Uh, massive congratulations to Dylan and his new mum. Uh, just fantastic news that to end the week with. Cleary. Love that. Love Dylan. Just wish we could tell the stories we have about him. <laughs> can't, can't nope, nope, never. Nope, no, it can never. Be, nope, no, no, no. We will bump into him the next time we, we head out to America because he was he was great fun to spend time with. <laughs> he, was, he was great fun. He was, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Cool Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We've got the Smackdown preview, the AW Dynamite preview to come later on today and of course Wrestle Culture with the hashtag bloody good quiz plus let us know your thoughts and twitter questions on twitter at what culture wwe watch there follow both of us you can follow adam cleary at at adam cleary c-l-e-r-y and you can follow me at adam wilborn follow us all at what culture wwe cleary great to have you back on the news mate i will uh, oh hey hey and absolutely I've, I've obviously i've got to get back to making us all millionaires now but just a nice little nice little break just to do the content again for all time's sake i do i do miss it do miss it. Miss all our little faces. Miss all our little thoughts and feelings. And you, of course. I miss you too, mate. Great to have you back. Uh, thanks for watching. <laughs> and we will see you soon. Bye, bye.